The following podcast is a deep, shallow dive production. Okay, let's go. Happy Friday, everybody. Oh my God, can't believe it's Friday. That's awesome, though. All right, I am back. Ray Dewstar here, deep, shallow dive, and we're going to have some fun today. I've been wanting to actually talk about this for a while, and this is going to be the first episode in probably a couple that I do on these guys. And this one is going to be called the new new kids on the block. NKOTB, a little Ray D fun fact. New kids on the block was the first concert I ever went to. Yeah, I'm admitting it. The first concert I ever went to in my life back in Cleveland, Ohio, I'm going to guess it was at Blossom music center or blossom theater i don't even know what that thing is called but new kids on the block with actually i didn't ask her her permission so i'm not going to say her name all right anyway let's move on here so what i wanted to talk about and introduce is the two guys in the political race that are you know causing a ruckus and that is vivek ramaswamy on the republican side and RFK Jr., Robert F. Kennedy Jr. on the Democrat side. So because it's Friday and I know you guys are looking forward to the weekend and you might not even listen to this until the weekend, I'm going to keep today's episode to the high-level coverage of these guys and then definitely delve in more. But, you know, for the most part, what I find super interesting is, man, these guys are just under attack from not even the opposition, but from their respective parties. And I find that so interesting. Let me take a take a step back and just, you know, before we delve into each, my overall thoughts are, you know, honestly, I find both of them incredibly refreshing simply for the fact that they're doing this. And simply for the fact that they are, you know, throwing their hat in the ring as non-seasoned politicians, I'd say RFK Jr. might be a little more seasoned. I mean, he comes from the Kennedy family, and so obviously he's been around politics his entire life, but I don't think he's ever really taken a, a front row in it. And obviously now that he's in it, I think he realizes the challenges. But with Favec, I mean, this is totally new territory for him. So first of all, I really do applaud both of them for taking the risk and really not even the risk, but putting in this time and effort. And, you know, they're getting beaten up. They're both getting beaten up, you know, so much. And again, what's interesting is it's from their own their own party so far. So I really give them a lot of credit. You know, the thing I find fascinating is why is it that we immediately, actually I shouldn't say we because I definitely don't fall under this category, but why is it that someone from the outside, they come in and they fundamentally are making sense? I mean, again, today we're not going to get into the issues about the two of them. We're just going to talk about them from a higher level and, you know, paint some broad brush brush strokes, so to speak. But, you know, here's two guys that are coming in with 
totally fresh perspectives. You've got to give both of them credit. They're being fearless. They're talking about things none of these other candidates are talking about. Let's start with Vivek. You know, that Republican debate, the first Republican debate, which ironically ended up being my first episode, you know, even though there were things in there that obviously I think worked against him, overall, though, he definitely came off by far the most honest. And based on all of the post-debate analysis, you know, all of the seasoned political analysts and whatever you want to call those people, they basically said he won the debate and he's moved up in the polls. And for, for somebody to come out of complete thin air and, you know, I mean, nobody ever heard of Vivek, even though he is a very successful guy. You know, he's 38 years old. He's got success in the biotech space, but fundamentally, nobody had ever heard of him. And he has done an incredible job of leveraging social media, leveraging podcasts, leveraging, basically going places that other people would not go. And that's amazing that he's practically polling, you know, coming up on the heels of Ron DeSantis, who not only is the governor of Florida, but, you know, DeSantis has been a focal piece or a centerpiece for the past several years because of COVID. Even DeSantis prior to COVID was not really a household name, not across America, but because of Again, we're not going to judge good or bad what he did in Florida. That's not the point of today. But those couple years of COVID from 2020 to definitely 2023, you know, that put him on the map. And now all of a sudden you've got this guy out of nowhere, Vivek, who is, you know, basically giving him a run for his money. And so, you know, I just don't understand the 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 hate that's getting thrown his way. He's got fresh ideas. You know, I have seen some things on him that talk about how uh, 20 years ago he accepted a donation from Paul Soros, who's related to George Soros. And then there was other stuff about him in terms of the World Economic Forum. Now, what I will say about that is, you know, I'm not a fan of either one of those aforementioned entities or organizations, but I will tell you this, 15, 20 years ago, none of us knew what those things were really about. It's been the past couple years that this has all come to light. And so 15, 20 years ago, as someone in their early 20s, let alone early 30s, if you're offered opportunity to work with those major organizations, everybody would have jumped on it. I would have jumped on it. You know, if 15, 20 years ago, the George Soros Foundation or the World Economic Forum had reached out to me as a young, aspiring entrepreneur at that point in my life, and then also at that point in, I guess, my geopolitical understanding, oh my God, that would have been like a godsend. I would have absolutely jumped at that. So Vivek is getting a lot of criticism. I see all these different things about how, you know, he's a World Economic Forum guy, he's bought and sold, this and that. And again, I don't know if any of that's true. I really don't. I haven't researched him enough to really be able to have a thorough understanding about that. 
But what I do know is that what he did and the opportunities that he took advantage of in his, you know, early 20s, you can't hold him accountable for that. That's like this whole cancel culture, somebody tweeting something out 15 years ago, 10 years ago, or posting something 10, 15 years ago, and now they're being held accountable. So anyway, that's all I wanted to say about him. You know, I think that it is pretty fascinating how the the rhino side of the Republican Party is just going after him so bad and not even giving him a chance. And to me, his ideas are fresh. They're new. He talks about things that other people are not willing to talk about. And here's the deal. I want to hear him out. You know, I don't know if I'd vote for him. I think 38's a little bit young to be president of the of the United States, but I would like to hear him out. Okay, shifting gears to RFK Jr. I mean, this is an interesting guy as well. And again, he is like going against the grain. You know, I don't even know if he's going against the grain of his family. I mean, maybe his current family, and there's a lot of media stories for that, but not his dad, Bobby Kennedy. And then definitely not his uncle JFK. I mean, those guys were two people that, you know, wanted to bring down the establishment. You know, you hear the term the establishment a lot. And fundamentally, the establishment is what I talked about in a previous episode that really went back to what my dad said years ago, where he said that the Democrats and Republicans, you know, they're two heads of the same snake. And at the end of the day, they're on the same team. They're just wearing different uniforms. And I totally believe that. I really do. But I think that ended in 2016 when Trump won. And we're going to get into that at another time. But at the end of the day with RFK Jr., I mean, again, here's another guy that he's just refreshing. You know, the things he's talking about, the things he's bringing up. I know he's controversial with his various positions on vaccines, but those are even very misunderstood. You know, he he confronts them whenever he's asked. The one thing about him that I would like him to, I guess, own a little more, and one thing that honestly, I, I hate to say this, but it's a fact, it's just, it's it's hard to listen to him because of the issue, which is called spasmodic dysphonia, which is a neurological voice disorder, but they don't know really what causes it. Now, you know, I did hear through very good sources, and I've read certain places that it was caused by a bad flu vaccine that he got, but he doesn't really ever come out and own it, or at least I haven't heard him come out and say exactly what caused it or what he thinks caused it. And you know, that kind of transparency or that level of transparency, I think that would work in his favor big time. Because again, I, I, I hate to say it, but it is hard to listen to him. But besides that, you know, I do think he has been forthright about opinions. And like I said, more than anything, it's just another breath of fresh air. You know, it's another person that is challenging the status quo. And at the end of the day, you know, we're talking about the presidency of the United States of America. We're not talking about running for student council, you know, so I don't mind hearing differing views. I don't mind hearing different, uh, differing opinions. I'll tell you what, I might try to reach out to somebody who's got a bigger platform than me. I'd like to see those two debate. I'd like to see Vivek debate 
RFK Jr. Let's get those two on the stage. I know Democrats don't debate Republicans at this stage, but why not? Let's mix it up. There's no rules anymore, you know, or if there are, let's break the rules and let's create new rules. All right, that is about it for today. I did want to start this conversation. I've been wanting to talk about these guys for a while. Again, love them or hate them. They are a breath of fresh air, and they're two people that are are causing more discussion, and they're causing discussion about things that none of these other candidates in, well, definitely on the Republican side, there's really not many on the Democrat side yet, yet. Governor of California, keep an eye out. Running mate, former first lady, that's my call. All right, everybody, have a great weekend. In honor of the great Casey Kasem, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. And in honor of the great Ray Dewstar, always call a spade a spade. This episode was brought to you by Boost Liquid Vitamins. Wake up, take your boost, start your day. Drink your vitamins, build your immune system with Boost. Available on Boost.com.